0: Welcome to the Baseball Together podcast, Baseball Family. For those of you new to the show, we are here to raise money for the nonprofit organization Called Up, whose mission is to give disadvantaged young ballplayers the equipment they need to play the game we all love. We also want to unite communities by improving or rebuilding baseball facilities in areas suffering economic or environmental hardship. At this time, you can support by purchasing t-shirts and other baseball-related apparel and accessories from 9plusus.com. 10% of all these sales go to the cause. Again, that's 9plusus.com. The number 9, P-L-U-S-U-S dot com. 9plusus.com. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Baseball Together podcast brought to you by 9plusus. Welcome to the Baseball Together Podcast, Baseball Family. I am Brad and I am back from the land of the dead, uh, back in the land of the living, and happy to be here. And I'm here with
1: Brig, as always. What is up, Baseball Family? We're glad Blackjack Brad is back. Say Blackjack Brad is black five times (laughs) fast. Blackjack Brad
0: is back. Blackjack Brad is black. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for trying. Not gonna work,
1: we're excited to have you back.
0: I'm happy to be back uh happy to be back on this thanksgiving week episode. um happy thanksgiving to everyone out there listening this week and if you're listening after Thanksgiving, I hope you had a good one
1: so yeah, me too <laughs> <laughs> we Brad, so should we go we. ahead and <laughs> we we hope you had a good yeah, one. thank you, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get started. Yeah, let's get into it. All right, let's start with first. So we talked about this a couple weeks ago, um, about how Major League Baseball is going to lose some minor league affiliates. Well, this last week, there was a list of 42 minor league teams that could be uh, disassociated with minor league baseball. Yeah. Pretty interesting list. Uh, I don't... I don't know that there's necessarily anything specifically geographic about it um, other than maybe, I don't know. It's like It seems like there's a lot to do with teams. Like I did notice the Mariners are going to be losing their single A, their advanced A affiliate, uh, the West mm-hmm. Virginia Power, which I feel like makes sense because it doesn't make any sense for the Mariners to have a minor league team in West Virginia.
1: Right? Well, well that's according to the new philosophy though where with with streamlined geography but what about all your mariners fans in west virginia
0: well yeah no i i understand that but as far as like like what we were talking about though getting getting players to go from level to level right right it's not efficient to send a player from everett to wherever in west virginia and then to the arkansas travelers and then to um and then to back to Tacoma. I mean, you've just gone, and I know it's not all going to happen in one season, but Sometimes at the same it time, does. like, and yeah, it very well could, especially with somebody on on a involved rehab assignment. Yeah, well, that's not that's, that, true. that's not efficient. It's not efficient. It's not gonna. It just doesn't seem like it flows to me. Mm-hmm. So so that made sense to me, um, and we talked a little bit about possibly the ORM owls. Because of their location and proximity to the Angels, yeah. Um, but I didn't see the Salt Lake bees on there,
1: right? But the Owls are so, on the list,
0: yeah, yeah. And so are the Ogden Raptors, who are in the Pioneer League with the Owls, but yeah, they're they the affiliate of the Dodgers.
1: Yes. So both so of those teams hate could be Utah. gone. Maybe I don't know. Here's the thing that I think, and and. So we were told that it would be geography-based, right? The 42 teams that were proposed, um, w- w- like you were saying, streamline the travel process, make it easier on the players, make it less taxing on the club to move them back and forth. I got it. Mm-hmm. I get that. However, Jason D'Agostino and I were talking about this, and he wants to see, myself included, I do too, he wants to see how the, the attendance records of these teams for the last three to five years.
0: Mm, that's a that's a really good point. That's an excellent point because I know the owls when I was with them at least, even on a winning season, um, didn't draw real well. Yeah, unless yeah. it's a fireworks night, they're they're not drawn.
1: Yeah, and they can't do fireworks night because it's so dry half the time. You know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I think they did it like once a month or something like that, and yeah, and that's when people like that. would show up. You know, they they right. pack the place on fireworks night, but that was about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely Even during
0: true. the playoffs, it was empty. Championship game, it was
1: empty. Yeah, yeah, and, and I was there didn't for those. Didn't I, know. That's exactly <laughs> right. And and yeah. did they know? Did they not care? We don't know. That's the problem. But Jason brings up a really great point about uh, revenue. You know, it's all about mm-hmm. the draw. You, you know, it's, it's in fan fan based interest. Because mm-hmm. I was looking at my Greenville Drive here in Greenville, South Carolina. They're not on the list, and they're not exactly near New England. Right. It's not a huge haul to get up there, but it's, you know, it's hours and hours. So Mm -hmm. I thought for sure that they would be on the block to maybe reaffiliate or uh, or something. But they're not. And you know why? We pull a crowd, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen pictures that you've taken of those games. There's people there. There are people there every single day. And it's fantastic. You you throw a Thirsty Thursday in there or a or a. uh, You know, fireworks fireworks night once a week or whatever, and it is packed. Mm -hmm. I swear, when I go to Greenville Drive games, it's like the baseball people are in their seats, bebopping around watching the or uh, watching the game. The baseball people are in their seats watching the game, but the young crowd, like the up and coming, brand new, you know, new adult crowd or whatever, the freshman and college age, they're they're like, well, should we go to the bar or the club or the ballpark? Because oh, really? yeah, they're dressed for the for the club, and they're walking around with their drinks, and uh, showing off to each other, or whatever it is that young people do these days. I don't know. <laughs> and and they just buy GA tickets and walk around the concourse and fraternize with each other, and that's all they do. They, yeah. they don't are not watching the game, but for mm-hmm. for whatever reason, the climate we have here and the culture is really inviting and it's accommodating even to people who don't want to watch baseball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I think you bring up a really good point with that comparing the drive to the Owls um that people can come and get still kind of like that that social atmosphere as far as like the club because unfortunately for the Owls they are on a dry campus. So they no, can't sell beer. No.
1: They're on the second driest campus in the history of the universe. Yes. Maybe the it's- third. Possibly the third or fourth, but still, they're not allowed to sell alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I'm just teasing. They're not allowed but, yeah. to sell alcohol. Those games,
0: right. right? So, and I think that's one reason why they they have a hard time drawing. Of course. Um. But, but I. I mean, I don't know about the Raptors. I, I'm certain the Boise Hawks, uh, my Boise Hawks draw, and that's probably part of the reason they're not on here. Hmm. Um. Even though they need to upgrade that facility, holy smokes! Holy smokes! <sighs> oh boy! Yeah. Oh, boy. So it'll be interesting to see how this progresses. Um, Congress has already come down and basically said, uh, you can't do this because you're taking away jobs. Right. Um, but based on what they've talked about with the uh, with the Dream League, I don't think they're going to be taking away jobs.
1: Yeah. That's how I feel, too. And that's how they're going to get around it.
0: Yeah. There's still going to be teams. There's still going to be people who need to work concessions. Um, I don't think there's going to be an issue with that. I think this is still going to happen. I don't know that 42 is the final number of teams. Um, I heard something on the radio the other day, I can't remember who it was, said, this might not be something they want associated with Jackie Robinson's number.
1: (laughs) Whoa. So (laughs) it could be 41, it
0: could be 43, but I don't think it's going to be 42 at the end. (laughs)
1: Whoa, I bet you're right.
0: Whoa. Who said that? I don't remember who it was. I just remember
1: hearing it and being like, wow. (laughs) Well, whoever you are, we know you're listening, and kudos to you. That's fantastic. He's fantastic
0: analysis. take yeah but speaking of a dream league and dreamers, did you see this whole thing in Orlando this week is <laughs> uh-huh. so it's the Orlando Magic's owner wants to bring a major league baseball team to Orlando and call them the Orlando Dreamers
1: yeah what?
0: first off that is a terrible name I was just gonna say that's that's where he lost me That is a terrible terrible name. Like I,
1: <laughs> and the proposed logo is just bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If I was major league baseball back, like, no, just for that reason, I'm not going to make anybody play for a, a team called the dreamers.
1: Yeah. That's terrible, Sorry,
0: man. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, no, but really the other thing, like this is never, ever going to happen. There's never, ever, ever going to be a, a baseball team in Orlando. And this is why. So I do remember where I heard this. I heard this this week. I was listening to David Samson, Uh, his podcast It's nothing personal. Um, and remember, he was the president of the Miami Marlins. Right. Um, he was the one who helped with the sale to Derek Jeter and his group. Yeah. So yeah. this is what he talked about. He said, first off, there will never be a baseball team in Orlando because people who are coming to Orlando are coming to go to Disney World. Yeah. And Universal Studios. And Epcot. Yeah, totally. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Disney World, the whole, the whole bag there. Is Epcot so, part
1: of Disney World? I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. Um, they're already spending, what, a few grand probably on that trip? They're oh, not yeah. going to want to go spend two, $300 more to go watch a Major League Baseball team.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, I mean, unless they've planned it, but who, most people, they go for Disney and they go for Universal. Yeah. They're not going to watch baseball in Orlando. And the yeah. second thing is is that the cable numbers, the TV numbers in Florida are inflated. That they're not really they're not accurate, really. So the reason uh, basketball works so well in the NBA is because I mean you've you've got the Miami Heat, you've got the Orlando Magic. In the NHL even you've got the Florida Panthers, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, I'm not a big huge hockey fan, so I'm not sure if there's another team in Florida or not. I don't think there is. Uh, but then in in the NFL, did you do NFL already? No, I didn't. No. Miami Dolphins, Jacksonville Jaguars. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Okay The thing that those Those sports all have in common They take place during the winter time Okay Ah Think about this All the people in Florida who have money Where do they go during the summer When it's so stinking hot They go north They're not in Florida anymore Yeah So that's why the Rays And the Marlins Do not draw there's mm. nobody in those cities at that time to come to those games. Hmm. Everybody who's got money who's gonna be buying season tickets, boxes, everything, they're all gone. They're out of the state, somewhere where wow. it's cooler.
1: Yeah, they're all Yankees so, fans.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're Yankees in, and Red Sox fans. In Tampa they are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So nobody is nobody's in in town to go to those games and nobody's gonna be in Orlando to go to those games. Wow. So That's there will never point. be a baseball team in Orlando.
1: That's a great point.
0: So, yeah, I thought that was interesting when Samson brought that up. I was like, "Oh man, that's fantastic." Yeah. So, well, I don't and think we need to worry honest, about the Orlando
1: Dreamers. <laughs> the last thing we need is another ball club in or here in Florida. Anyway, what we need is we need to bridge the gap down here in the south a little bit, and we need um need to bridge the gap between Seattle and everybody else a little and bit. And San Francisco. Yeah, I was With just going to say in Portland. Yep. So we need a team maybe in Portland. We need one in Nashville or Raleigh or, or, I don't know, something like or that. Or Charlotte. Charlotte would be perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. But I wouldn't be surprised if we ended up seeing a team in Vegas. Oh, totally. Because but it's going to be in a roof. professional sports hotbed. Oh, it's yeah. got to be indoor.
1: It's, it'll be, yeah. Yeah. Even at Chase Field in Phoenix, it's a, oppressive in the you know we went to a game there seven o'clock at night when the game started six o'clock something like that oh yeah it's still hot uh, (laughs) it's still hot you know when we sat up and they were selling five dollar bottles of water outside the stadium yuck like that little you know it's like a 30 cent thing of water is it like those little shots little shot bottles no 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 these these Uh. were an eight ounce (laughs) thing but they were charging five dollars and I'm like no no (laughs) no things all just die uh, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll die with my money. <laughs> but it's interesting that you bring up a point uh, that you brought up uh, the the economy again because here we are talking about the baseball prices. You said all the people with money are not in Florida in the summertime and everybody who maybe wants to go to a baseball game can't afford to. Mhm. Boo. Yeah. Boo I say. Yeah. Yeah, that's my exactly. Su- that's my super intellectual uh, opinion. <laughs>
0: Thank you for that hard hitting analysis. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So, Brig, there
0: was something else you wanted to talk about tonight. Oh man, your favorite Yankee this week <laughs> was released uh, by the New York Yankees. Of course, since he was a Yankee,
1: that would only make sense.
0: Sure. Um, Jacoby Ellsbury was
1: released, was waived by the Yankees. Now, I don't know who said this, but I can't fully take credit for it. But this marks the end of an error. Yeah, yeah you said that. I thought that was funny. It was, it's it was good, uh, good phrasing. Hilarious. Somebody on Instagram said that, one of the things I follow. But it's the end of an error, and the Greg Bird mm-hmm. thing is over. Thank goodness. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw that too. Yep. Man, it was all the same day because i got to make room for the 40-man uh, for the Rule 5 draft. So they had to protect some prospects, and they could not have made better decisions. Um, I'm a, I'm interested to see what happens with a couple of these guys they want to see compete for their infield spots next season. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. one of the outfield spots, actually. But anyway, point is, Jacoby Ellsbury is gone. The Yankees are filing uh, some sort of dispute, some sort of, what do they call it? Like they don't want to pay him his $26 million through to buy yeah. the rest of his contract. So they're going to say they're going to like call for like unfulfilled contract obligations or something like that. I don't know.
0: Well, the thing that I read said that he said they're complaining or I guess their, their complaint said that he had used outside training facilities and that was part of the reason he wasn't able to get healthy because he wasn't using the team training staff. Listen, um, and, and I do remember that, that whole totally. that whole mess when he was rehabbing somewhere else.
1: Listen, though, they let him rehab somewhere else. Cashman's a genius. He's like, no, don't. Stop. Don't do that. Okay, <laughs> well, he just hung himself because now they're going to get this motion. It's going to go in their favor because um, there's something in that contract. You watch, and if there's not now, there will be forever. But, um, but yeah, this is exactly what it is. So is. I'm telling you what, though. If Aaron Judge said, no, this is my guy over here at this facility, and y'all can come supervise if you want, but I need him with me to rehab. They'd be like, mm-hmm. sure, Chief, wherever you need, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for so sure. So it's, it's definitely going to be a double standard for Jacoby, but he's he hasn't played since 2017 ALDS. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's been a long time. And the only thing Greg Bird did is we'll always have Andrew Miller and his preseason displays of <laughs> prowess. <laughs> yeah. So we're, I'm very excited. Uh, I think Nestor Cortez Jr. is going to have a great. He's the other one that got uh, DFA'd, but he's going to have a great oh, yeah. career. He's gonna he's going to be great for somebody else. Um, but we have some top prospects. I think that I think we actually protected like five pitchers or something, and one outfielder or something like that. If I remember, right. Yeah, you ought to so. be
0: protecting any any pitchers because the ones you got ain't doing it. Man, you don't even know, bro. Ah. <laughs> oh. You have, I have to touch eyes, my dark spot.
1: <laughs> Touching my dark spot, Brad. Listen, you um, wait. You just wait to see what happens with Mad Bomb and Strasburg and Cole. You just wait.
0: Yeah, I, I am waiting, and I'm anxiously waiting. I, I, I cannot wait to see what happens with those guys. I, I love free it. agency. Love free I agency. Do too. It's so much
1: fun. The stove is so hot right now, Brad. So hot right now. The stove is so hot. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick
0: break. When we come back, let's talk about um, the Brewers' new threads and what that means for the rest of Major League Baseball. Hey, babe, I'm headed to concessions. Do you want me to grab you something? Yeah, anything, whatever you're getting. Okay, I saw a burger. I'll probably grab that. No, that doesn't sound good. Okay, I think there's barbecue, probably some nachos. I don't think I want either of those either. Um, but just get me anything.
1: What do you want?
0: Uh, I saw a hot dog earlier.
1: Okay, I can do that. Well, no. Couples may quarrel, but baseball is for lovers. Shop the Lovers Collection at 9plusUs.com. Welcome back, baseball family. We uh, missed some of the church giggles we have going on in the background here. (laughs) Don't worry. We're still with you, and we can take this seriously from now on, uh, despite the, whatever, 40 minutes of giggling we've been doing. Okay, here's the deal. we got to talk about the the Nike deal and the new threads coming to Major League Baseball. Um, Specifically, the uh, San Diego Padres have released their new Uniforms for 2020, and so have the Milwaukee Brew Crew now. And uh, I think I speak for everyone when I say we're all excited the brown is back. Oh, I'm
0: so excited the brown is back. It looks so good, especially those brown pinstripes. Holy sweet mercy.
1: Yeah. Those are yeah, fantastic. made my heart pitter-patter. Yeah. Yeah. So what I think is interesting about the Brew Crew specifically is how liberal they've become with the patches on the shoulders, oh yeah, the there's the sleeve patches one on each side now, right, I think so, and they're all different right they're or they're at least the what I'm looking at right we've got the M with the state logo uh uh-huh. or silhouette right. states don't have logos it's the shape of the state, I know what you mean, thanks, man <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of cool stuff on these unis
0: there is. <laughs> What I mean and, you know what, to be honest with you, I'm going to be going down to spring training most likely in March, and I'm probably going to have to pick up a brewer's hat because those are slick. They're oh.
1: so sharp with that yellow and navy. Holy smokes. You know I got to get one of those color block ones. Yeah, yeah. With the bright yellow visor. Got to have that in my collection. Yeah, for sure.
0: Like they, It just looks so good. So good what they've done with those colors yeah. and those pinstripes too. They're nice and clean. Um, it's they've done just such a good job. And you know, I was I've been looking forward to this Nike deal for a long time. Yeah. Um, I, if I remember right, it was supposed to come down a couple years ago, but it got bumped back. I don't I don't know what happened.
1: Well, it was supposed to be Under Armour. Oh,
0: that's what it was. Yeah,
1: it was, Remember, be Under it was Supposed to be Under Armour.
0: Oh man, it was going to be even cooler with Under Armour. But I think yeah. Under Armour's had some money issues
1: lately. They've kind of gone quiet. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what's going on. But yeah. anyway, it switched to Nike because that deal was inked and announced in 2016. So this we're, we're you know we knew it was four years away. Yeah. Uh, but then it got switched. I think I don't. I wasn't really aware that Nike took over until this week. Oh really? Uh last week uh, maybe mm-hmm. I don't remember when I became aware of it, but it's it's very exciting.
0: Yeah. Well, and they they did such a good job with the NFL because the Reebok the Reebok uniforms of the NFL were so just like I don't want to say bland because they weren't all bland, but it was kind of like uh, you know, and the Nike comes in they kind of tighten things up, you know, like yeah. sharper lines. Just, just a cleaner look across the league, and I think that's what Nike's going to do with MLB. And I could not be more excited because I feel like Nike has a more progressive and modern um, ideology than what Majestic had because Majestic's been doing it for freaking forever.
1: Well, right? look, they have been supplying batting practice jerseys since 1982, Majestic. And they've been the exclusive supplier of game uniforms since 2005. There we go. Yeah, bam.
0: So, yeah, so that's the deal. And I feel like Majestic's mindset has been still 1982, but Nike. I mean, they're gonna, they're going to bring a whole new look to Major League Baseball.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be really fantastic.
0: Are. But this is this is the big thing. So I, I mentioned um, when Nike came into the NFL and switched their uniforms over um yeah mostly they just cleaned things up made things a little bit tighter a little bit cleaner look but what they did with my team the seattle seahawks is they gave them an overhaul big time um you know you can you can go look and, and see what i mean by that if you're not sure but they completely redid the logo and the uniforms and i'm curious brig is there a team in major league baseball that you would like to see get a complete overhaul
1: Wow. Get the That's Nike treatment. That's a huge question. Get, Get the, the Nike Seahawk treatment. treatment. Huh. Great question. Uh good sir. Well, okay, <laughs> so I have to I have to go back. I have to go go through and be like, you know, I got to wonder who needs one. It's not Arizona. No, Arizona sharp. It's it's I it's not Miami. They just switched things up. And they look mm-hmm. great, yeah. Uh, I think San Diego w- was in desperate
0: need, yeah. And they just they just basically threw it back was all, but yeah, theirs is nice with and some clean, flare. little sharp, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, a little bit of flair with those brown paint stripes, nice. Mm-hmm. And I think they let a little bit. I think they let the yellow in just enough, right? Like it's been at times in the past a little too prominent and a little mm-hmm. under too understated, but now I think they got it just right. It's exciting. Well, just like what they did with um, the
0: Brewers, they they did a good job uh, balancing totally. both of those.
1: Well, I feel like the Brewers yellow is different now. It is, I, or maybe it's, it's because little... it's on a metallic, uh, you know, sort of print or something. I think it's but... I think
0: it's a little bit different, I, and I think it looks been, different. I think they've been headed this way for the last couple of years with that throwback, um, like the mitt with the NB. Yeah. I'm I'm pantomiming a mitt right now. I don't know why nobody can see it. Um, I but, can see it, Brad. <laughs> oh <God>. what? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but but you, you know what I mean. They, they I feel like they've kind of been been darkening that yellow up just a little bit, you know, yeah. making it a little bit yep. bolder um the last couple of years yeah. with their uh, spring
1: training hats, and I think it's fantastic. So that 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 makes you wonder have we seen any other discrepancies in spring training? Maybe that's the precursor, maybe that's the proven ground. Mm, that's a that's a great question. Um, because, I know. The, go ahead. No, that's what you've been. I was going to lead into your opportunity to talk about what you hope to see happen. Yeah. So here's the thing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was awesome. So my favorite hat. I've talked about this before on a podcast episode. I've written about it on base, baseball together. My favorite hat that I have ever owned in my entire life is a mariner's hat that is the navy blue crown, the teal bill with a silver trident. Okay? Right. Yes. And I'm and when I first saw that I was hoping, and I think I've said this before too, I was really hoping that they're starting to go the direction of what I really want the Mariners logo to be because I'm so over the S of the compass rose. The compass rose in the baseball by itself is fine, but I'm so over it with the S. So what I want to see is the 70s trident with the star with the current color scheme of navy blue, silver, and teal, and I'm Ooh. just Nike just needs to get it done. They're so close, so close. Yeah, they are close. Because I need that hat on my head. I might just sleep need in it so bad. <laughs> might just sleep <laughs> in it if I got it. Yeah. So okay, Yeah. all right.
1: I think you're right. That would be, but I don't me. I don't need Seattle's stuff to change. Right. Right. I get it, I get what you're saying, but I don't need it, you know? Mm-hmm. What I need is the Walgreens logo adjusted. Ah, oh, yeah, there you go. I ne- <laughs> I need that. You know what I mean? I need uh But a now little don't don't just don't
0: you go down to the Nats oh, yeah. now and buy your bangs though? I do. Yeah, yeah you go down to I the Nats do. buy a when bang. When I energy. went out, yeah. That's right when I run out. Yeah, now we Star shop at blast. the Nats and Walgreens is no longer a baseball team.
1: That's right. We shop at the Nats. <laughs> <laughs> I got my flu shot at the Nats the other day. Oh, very nice. Look here you go. Yeah, went right down to the Nationals, got my flu shot. <clears throat> anyway, I need um <laughs> I need something different there in Washington. I think that uh I would love to see what they could do with Oakland. I want more of the mm. of the uh elephant Mm -hmm. and then i think when it really comes down to it anaheim or the angels whichever city they choose to belong to today
0: (laughs) today no kidding
1: (laughs) i'm still calling i call them anaheim anyway i need the angels i just want to see what that what is available Mm -hmm. because this this the halo over the a thing i think it's dumb i wish they'd go back to the a with the wings coming off the back of it. That that to me was like
0: perfect. And see what I want for the Angels is I want them to go back to being the California Angels. There you go. With the CA. See, and that was just awesome
1: too. Yeah, totally or even awesome.
0: or even just just go back to the navy blue primary color uh with the red accent instead of red primary with navy blue accent, just flip it back and I think it would, okay, I yeah. think it look good. Yeah, that, that's yeah what the I California
1: want there. Angels. You're right. I did dig that, but yeah. I I'm telling you what that the with the wings coming off the A mm-hmm. for me that that was like the most interesting. You know, I just thought it was awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, and the other one that I'd like to see is I'd like to see the uh, the Rockies get an overhaul.
1: Yeah, I, that would be my next one too.
0: The exact same logo, the exact same hat since they came into the league in 1993. And I think they could do more with black and purple than what they're doing, right? Oh, for sure. Especially with the silver, like they could do some really yeah. cool stuff. I don't know what to have them do, but <laughs> but they definitely could,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah. So I don't
0: know. I'd but, like to see but the rock. Would you? Would you home. give
1: them the mountainscape though? They've been toying with the mountainscape.
0: Yeah, they have, and I like it with the mountainscape just by itself. Yeah, a lot of people do. I like that a lot. I think that's sharp. I think it's a good look. Um, but I feel like it's been that arched Colorado over Rockies, the mountainscape. I feel like it's been that exact same thing since day one. Yeah, totally. And we're coming up on, uh, oh, geez, 30 years. Wow, is that old?
1: Feels like it. Yeah, every morning. <laughs> <laughs> all right so on that on that note what uh i want to hear from you guys you the the listeners what do you think whose team do you need to see revamped what do you want to see uh what uniform do you want to see get the nike treatment because it is a thing it's happened twice now it's very exciting and Mm -hmm. uh brad brad is really glad that the wheat is gone from the milwaukee logo that kind of gold (laughs) wheat stock i liked it um, I, I, I didn't have a problem with the wheat. I just really
0: like the MB mitt. I love it. I do, too. It's so classy. And the way that they've done it is so clean. The lines it are is. so clean.
1: Yeah. Ah, I have to go buy one now. Well, I not know. now. It's late, but I got to go buy one. <laughs> it's almost Christmas time. The internet anyway. is always open. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Should we plug the shop? No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> We'll talk about that in a minute. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big big so, news coming on the shop. Big big news coming for the shop. But before we do that, let's talk about this year's Hall of Fame ballot. Oh, should we take a break real quick? Fine. Well, I mean, we don't have to. Yeah. Let's take a break. do, Brad.
0: Let's take a break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about this year's Hall of Fame ballot. The designated hitter. The infield fly. A ground rule double. The dropped third strike. To some, these seem like strange things. To you, these are just baseball things. Shop the Baseball Things collection at 9plusus.com. Welcome back, baseball family. Uh, we hope you had a good break. Nice little short one. Um, so, like we said, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame ballot. The ballot came out this week. Uh, for those of you, you who don't know, it is exciting news. Um, I'm extremely excited. I, I love the Hall of Fame voting. I do, too. Um, I know it's not always, like, the best, obviously, because, you know, the people voting are not all former players and –
1: yeah, but m- many of them are not. They're not
0: yeah. always going to get it right, but, you know, it's fine. Yep. But I feel like for the most part they do they do well because there's so I many agree. people who are voting. Um, I mean, I was obviously baffled that it took Edgar Martinez as long as it did to get in the, into the Hall of Fame. but Right. Whatever. I don't know. Anyways, so I have the ballot right here. Are you ready for everybody who's on the ballot this year? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, here we go. Bobby Abreu, Josh Beckett, Heath Bell, Barry Bonds, Eric Chavez, Roger Clemens, Adam Dunn, Sean Figgins, Raphael Fercal, Jason Giambi, Todd Helton, Raul Ibanez, Derek Jeter, Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Paul Canerco, Cliff Lee, Carlos Pena, Brad Penny, Andy Pettit, JJ Putz, Manny Ramirez, Brian Roberts, Scott Rowland, Kurt Schilling... <gasps> Gary Sheffield, Alfonso Soriano, Sammy Sosa, Jose Valverde, Omar Vizquel, Billy Wagner, and Larry Walker. Okay. Now, the thing that is interesting about this ballot to me, Brig, is we're starting to get into
1: the steroid era. Big time now. Now There's a we're lot not- of names on there. Sorry, go ahead. Well, we're not just now getting into it because Bonds and Clemens have both been on the Ross or on the ballot for 7 right. years. This is their 8th year on the ballot.
0: Yeah, but we're really getting in the thick we're getting the thick of it though. Yeah, we're we are. Getting the
1: thick of it. Absolutely true. And
0: we talked about this a little bit in our steroids episode that um, either uh, that there's going to start to be some kind of effect on the Hall of Fame. Has to and be. And this is really this is really what it's gonna be is either one or two guys are getting in is all, or nobody's getting in, or steroid users are going to start getting in.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Like those are the only three things that can happen.
1: Wait, say that again?
0: So either either one or two guys are gonna get in because they're non steroid guys.
1: Oh, you mean they or, will limit the induction class to one or two. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, like those are the only guys who are gonna get the votes. Because yeah, you can yeah. vote for ten, right? Yep, right. So either one or two guys are gonna get in nobody's going to get in for a year or steroid guys are going to start getting in. Yeah, you're right. Those are the three options. Those are the three options. The only three things that can happen. It's going to be interesting to see what happens because I do think, and this is one of the things that I've heard, is that as a younger crop of voters comes in, they're going to be a little bit more liberal with their vote and start to vote vote for steroid guys. I think so too. As that pool of voters changes, we're, we're more likely to see guys get in.
1: So that changed, uh, was it 2016 or 17, that the Baseball Writers Association of America no longer allows you to vote if you're not an active writer. Uh, but it used to be a couple of years ago that you could still vote if you wrote actively for the uh, the, uh, the ten year it's you have to be an active baseball writer journalist for 10 years before you even get a vote and then it and then you used to be an alumni voter even if you're retired and you're not mm. doing journalism anymore they used to allow you to vote anyway a couple of years ago they changed that now you can't anymore now only active writers can which means that the active writers of today, who are against the steroid guys, are either going to have to extend their careers to prevent mm-hmm. guys getting in, or, like you suggested, we're going to see this change of values. Exactly, it's, and it's going to be it's going to be
0: an interesting little kind of I guess changing of the guard to watch.
1: Yeah, it'll be painful. So, I think. But I'm yeah, an old guard yeah. guy.
0: Right, and I'm of the opinion that they can get in; they just don't deserve to be with everybody else.
1: Yeah, say, you said right. you said that you need a, the yeah. asterisk addict. Yeah, addict. It, yeah, the yeah. asterisk.
0: Yeah, the asterisk. The asterisk addict. Attic. It uh, takes longer have... to
1: get there. It's a little further away. <laughs> There's no elevator access. So if you can't walk up the stairs yourself, like it's the Anne Frank house. If they did that, and you got to walk up them steep as well, I almost swore. If they could do it <laughs> like that, and you got to walk up them steep stairs, okay, that's not even wide enough for me. Then, then they can be in, maybe in an asterisk attic at the top of the. Or what if they just made it like steroids and make, and made a shortcut? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> okay, <laughs> it needs to be in the basement, and there needs to be a fireman's pole. <laughs> there you go, or a slip and slide. There it is. It, oh, I would be there. Of course, then you got to climb. And slide. You got to climb your butt right back out of the basement.
0: It's true. There's no easy
1: way out of steroid land. (laughs) (laughs) Got to climb up the slip and slide. That's right. Because once (laughs) you go down, it's a tough road to hoe getting back up, they say. (laughs) That's right. You should get shamed on the way up those stairs, too. (laughs) There should be a team. Shamed and people throwing black balls at you. That's right. That's right. There should be a team of Hall of Fame Cooperstown employees that are there to tell you how terrible you are and how you don't deserve to be there. And how dare you walk down those stairs, walked up those stairs. You should have stayed in the basement where you belong because I can't believe you paid good money to walk into a basement. (laughs) Should be four miles deep. Oh, man. It's quite a slip and slide. Yeah. That would be fun. There for that. That Yeah, there for that. (laughs) (laughs) You better pack a lunch. (laughs) 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 All right. Okay. So,
0: of all those guys on the list, who do you see getting in?
1: Jeter. Only Jeter? No, oh, no, but Jeter for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Jeter's going to get in. Um Yeah. Uh, uh, you know. Vizcale probably? Maybe?
0: I would I would think Vizcale would get in. I think um, so. I
1: I don't know I think Churchill
0: needs to get in. Like, is there any? I, I that, agree with you, but was there a PED issue with Kurt Schilling? No, it's his politics. People don't like his politics. Oh, it's is a that reason what they're is? not voting for him? Yeah. Well, then yeah, he, he deserves needs to, to get to be in. in for sure. Yeah, with the way that he pitched in the postseason, he was totally. He, he was a guarantee win, and if you're a guarantee win in the postseason, you're in, man. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. break the curse. Yeah, he's got to be in. Got yeah. to be. So. so
1: Gary Sheffield, Balco, he's a Balco yep. guy. Uh, Clemens and Bonds are Balco guys. Balco, for those of you that don't know, Balco is the is the uh, uh, what do you call it the the company that was cr- developing supplying the, uh, su- and supplying, uh, supplying guys the, with P-
0: with PEDs. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what it was called, Balco. So the the court case that was that was levied was called balco we call it the balco case b-a-l-c-o mm-hmm. for those of you that want to look it up um but yeah those that's a balco name um is i don't know if adam dunn has any p-e-d i don't know but i don't think he's done enough to get in i don't either here's a name for you how about this okay andrew jones oh i liked andrew jones who didn't like andrew jones The guy was awesome yeah yeah, well, he could get. I don't know if is he a first timer this because there are like nineteen guys on this list that are first year ballot guys. Uh, no, he's not. He's not a first timer. Okay. But I I could see him getting some
0: votes that um that they don't want to give to steroid guys. Oh,
1: for sure. Um. Yeah. So he, was he? And he's not a PED guy. He's not a steroid guy. Not that I not that I know of. I don't think so. I th- I thought there was some question. And that's the thing. Like, if it's if it's under scrutiny and and we're not so sure, do you know? What do you, <laughs> what do you, what do you do? That's like yeah. Clemens denies it to this day. So does Barry Bonds. I know. Yeah,
0: um, and I mean Sammy Sosa's is really well. Manny Ramirez obviously tested positive. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's still, if he decides to ever come back and play baseball, he has a suspension to serve still. Yeah. Um, Sammy Sosa, I believe, I can't remember if he tested positive or if he was just on a list, but he also corked his bat. Yeah, exactly. See ya. Uh, so there's no way he's getting in. Oh, no. Um, Andy Pettit is a... PED guy. Is it for yeah. sure? PED guy. For sure. Yep. Admitted. Yes. Admitted. Um, you know, there's a guy that like I actually like seeing on the list. I know he's not going to get in but he was one of my favorite Mariners is Raul Labanez. Yeah. That guy, he was fantastic. Is he's, he's one of those guys where it's like he doesn't do a whole lot. Um, like he was, he was kind of like uh, – he wasn't necessarily a negative, but kind of like a zero uh, as far as like defensive uh, runs saved and stuff like that. You know, like he wasn't doing a whole lot to like save runs, but he wasn't giving any up because he wasn't a liability. Yeah, You know? And then offensively, like – Innings one through seven, it's kind of like, oh yeah, Abián is up. He'll probably just get a single, whatever. But man, eighth and ninth innings, you could count on him to come through no matter what. If you needed a run with guys on base, it was Raúl Abián huh. for sure. But because of the way he played the first through the seventh innings, there's no way he's gonna get in. Hmm. Yeah, that's it's just it is fun to, though to see a guy like that, see his name on there, and that, and that's one thing that I, it's almost like fun but depressing about the Hall of Fame ballot when it comes out because if you realize how old you are.
1: Yeah, oh for sure. You know all your
0: favorite players like, "Oh geez, he's all, he's eligible for the
1: Hall." Ah. Well, Griffey turned 50 yesterday or whatever and we are all like, "What? He's still yeah, I know. Isn't he still 25? I oh, I know. I know. Isn't he still like in his prime? Yeah. Right? Totally. He still
0: at 50 home runs, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It, it's it's so weird seeing all these guys like I I will always remember Gary Sheffield and his uh and his batting stance, the way he yeah. would bounce the bat. Yep. You know, stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's fun seeing these, but I I have back to our conversation earlier. I think Jeter gets in? Totally.
1: I don't think he's I don't think he's going to be unanimous but How, I think he's going to get in. I don't think he'll be unan. Let me just get on my soapbox a minute. I don't <laughs> think he'll be unanimous because there are haters out there. That's it. That's why? Because of haters? That, that Because of haters. <laughs> I know that sounds petty and unjustifiable because <laughs> I'm not backing it up with anything, but I think there is enough of a popular opinion out there that Jeter was okay that he was a totally respectable player, that he played the game clean, and that he did, uh, and this is not my opinion, by the way, that he did just enough and, you know, was, was their guy, and they so, you know, he got a lot more hype than he deserved uh, defensively and stuff like that. But I'm like, no, man, dude's the best. <laughs> the best. He He's wasn't the th- best shortstop on his team. You shut up right now. <laughs> you stop it do next to he played next to a better shortstop. Why wasn't he playing shortstop then? Because Jeter was the captain and the shortstop. You can't have <laughs> you can't have two shortstops out there. You have one shortstop out there, Brad. That's the way baseball works. You know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about, Brad. He played third. Yeah, because he made the concession for his best friend at the time. They were not best friends when he made the concession. That was after the fact. They had their falling well, they were, out. They had their falling out before he came over to the Yankees. Oh, did they? I thought it was while he was with the Yankees. No, it was it was significantly earlier. Oh, okay. in fact, the Probably point because the steroids things. Yeah, part of it. But but one of the issues with that, and we're talking about A-Royd, by the way, for those that's how a lot of people refer to him, Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. Who is one of the finest analysis guys and commentators in baseball right now by the way he's one of the most articulate mm-hmm. he's one of the most well-spoken uh, you know he's able to illustrate exactly what's going on and break it way down from an expert level to the layman terms the guy is a flipping genius but yep. he tested positive for steroids so twice and and it, twice and admitted to it and with tears anyway he and jeter were best best friends for a long long time and then they had a massive falling out and 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 so when, when uh, the Yankees traded for Alex Rodriguez, he had to make the concession to go to third base because he was a shortstop traditionally. Um, mm-hmm. So he yeah, made he's the con-
0: a shortstop in Seattle. He's a shortstop in Texas.
1: Yeah. So he made the concession because of Jeter, mm-hmm. who was already the shortstop, making him a third baseman. But not a shortstop. I will say this: I always thought that.
0: <laughs> I always thought that A Rod had more of a third baseman body. Sure. Probably yeah. because of the steroids. Because when he came up, he was a skinny little guy. I'm, like he was not he was not very big and he yeah. looked like a shortstop. But then he got to Texas and he bulked up, obviously, you know, steroids. <laughs> um and he, just saying. and he stopped looking so much like a shortstop and looked more like a third baseman. Yeah. But that being said, A-Rod is better defensively than Derek Cheater.
1: You take it back right now. I will not. Ugh. It's okay. <laughs> and a hitter. Hey, wait a minute! <laughs> now, wait a minute! That is not even close wait, to true. Darn minute! <laughs> that's not even close to true. You need a guy who get up there and play small ball. You get Jeter up there. He's gonna play small ball. You go. You want a guy out there? that has got a chance to go yard. Then you put in a Rod. I'm just telling you. I'm a small ball guy. I, I know you are. I know it. It's so Jeter's. Okay, the we're both
0: small guys. We are both small. We are both small guys. Okay, are you are you ready uh, for some, some Don't hard hitting alert numbers? Me. Don't you nerd oh, alert I'm, me? I got my glass. Got I my glasses me. on
1: everything. I hate when you do this because you're going to prove me. Okay, here we go with numbers, and I hate it. Okay,
0: twenty two years. Let's just look at OPS. Okay, <laughs> so Arod, OPS career, nine thirty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nine thirty OPS for uh for A Rod. Let's look at let's look at Derek Jeter's OPS. Career OPS is woof. Eight seventeen.
1: Woof. What do you mean woof? <laughs> That's
0: not woof. That's a Hall of Fame number. <laughs>
1: it is and he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. You're damn he's right he's gonna famer, be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> He's going to be a first round, first first opportunity Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah, he, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. But th- that's not the argument. <laughs> the argument. The argument is, that, is that, that he should be unanimous. was the better all-around player. Oh, no, nope. no, 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 no. No, he shouldn't be, should not be unanimous. No, 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 no. He should be. I don't even know that Mariano Rivera should have been
1: unanimous. I don't think so either, honestly. About that, I get, I'm going to give that and, to you. For and sure. for me,
0: and for me, honestly, it's only because of the 2001 World Series. If he had, if they had of won course. that series with Marion Rivera on the mound, then yeah, unanimous, totally. But, but if you're going to be unanimous, you got to be perfect. Apparently I mean, not. That's that's, I apparently not. I mean, I know he was as close to perfect as you
1: can be. Yeah, for sure. So listen, but yeah, no. Um I I'm glad that we've a stat I I got a stat here for you, I wanted to nerd alert you back. Okay. Alex Rodriguez career war. Okay. Wins above replacement. Okay. Three. Derek Cheaters war wins above replacement four million six hundred thirty two thousand nine hundred five. I, th- I think that is the right number. I think that's it's exactly. not even a, it's not even a freaking challenge there. Okay, so now that we've nerd alerted it out, I think we can see that it's very clear Derek Jeter was the better player. So do you want to the actual war? I, I, <laughs> hey, oh, hold, on, hold on. You want to hear their actual war? Because I do have yeah. it here in front of me. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So okay, Derek Jeter's actual real career war seventy two point four.
1: Wow, that's, that's pretty good. Amazing, yeah, that's fabulous.
0: Alex Rodriguez's career WAR, one seventeen point eight.
1: Wow, holy! Ca- are you seriously? I'm not kidding you. That's insane. One seventeen point eight that career even, WAR for Alex fiction. Rodriguez. That you see, I everybody knew it's I a, was. I'll kidding. send
0: you a screenshot right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna send you a
0: screenshot right now about yeah, This kisses War, <laughs> so you can I'll just see look it. it up. I'm sending it. It's on its way this very
1: second. I wouldn't trust your I screenshot. It. It's not, on its Brad. way. You, you, You're gonna get it in your. Oh my gosh! <laughs> look at there. It is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is insane. That the is thing that the people on the podcast high. don't
0: know is that is a finger written one seventeen point eight on the. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> written in red crayon. <laughs> yep. Seems legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got documentation. The sniffy Crayon. I ain't twelve. Yeah. So. So here's the thing, though. Derek Jeter played with integrity. He, you know, he he kept the game. He respected the game. He respected the people he played with. He respected the people he played against. You cannot say right. that about a Rod. It's true, right? You can't you? Can't I? Honestly, don't think a Rod's going to get in. No, of course not. I mean,
0: unless this whole. Uh, image rehabilitation of marrying j-lo and working on fox and espn and being the smartest guy in the booth anywhere he goes unless that really goes a long
1: way towards people saying
0: ah but he was so good
1: yeah you know and it i don't think it 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 really could though Mm -hmm. i'm just saying the
0: the whole thing is a hall of fame campaign let's be honest yeah, and I appreciate totally. it I enjoy it Because I l- There are a few guys I like listening to More than A-Rod Because he is so Stinking smart
1: I mean I learn stuff oh, When I listen to that guy Every time It's Yep Yeah But man
0: It's I don't know It could work It may not It'll be He's got another year So Yep
1: The um, slap I still yeah, So look I'm a Yankees fan yeah. Okay I'm a Yankees fan Actually uh, 2021 one here. Is mm-hmm. that his first eligible year? Yeah, because he retired in 2016, so 2021. Right. It's five years, people. It's a You have to be out of the game for five years before you're even eligible for consideration on a Hall of Fame ballot. Mm-hmm. And in order to get voted in, you have to earn 75% of the voting pool's votes, right? 75% of yeah. the voters have to say yes. And they're limited to 10 votes, right? 10 votes, yeah. 10 votes, and they don't have to vote for 10. They're limited to 10, and then um, if you don't get voted in in 10 years, you're out. Unless a group of existing living Hall of Fame inductees who have been called to represent their era of baseball on a special committee decide to bring you on. That's the only other way you can get into the Hall of Fame after your 10 years of of eligibility right and that's how like harold baines got in this last year right now yeah okay so we're talking about bonds and clemens a little bit because it's they're the they're the hot ticket item they only got a couple more years left on eligibility and they're in the 60 percent vote range last handful of years mm. So 64, I don't remember, something like that. And what's interesting is we, as we change these rules about who's allowed to vote and who's not once you retire. And as like you said, the old guard is falling off and the young guys are coming in. These guys might not get in because they are top tier offenders. They're the big names that everybody remembers. But I wonder what that means for guys Mm -hmm. like Gary Sheffield or um, Robbie Cano when he becomes eligible, right? So guys like Robinson Cano are the the ones that are going to benefit from this changing of the guard because he's still playing, still active, but he tested positive last summer for steroids, performance-enhancing drugs. And if you accelerate, so let's say he plays another couple of years, whatever, and then we add five to the end of that. is anybody going to even remember and if they do will they even care what will the standards be i don't know i don't know it it, yeah it's the future of hall of fame voting in the next
0: 10 years is going to be fascinating
1: yeah because bonds and and clemens probably won't make it and uh because there's enough Mm -hmm. of the old guard standing watch but then you know that's all about to change Anyway, I was looking it up. I think Paul Canerco is a really good option too. If if you take away all of the guys with performance enhancing, um, ties one way or the other, questionable activity like the corked bat with Sosa, if you take away all of that mm-hmm. and you look at just the eligible guys, Paul Canerco, you could make an argument for him. 18 year guy. Um, I'm looking at.
0: Here, I've got I've got one for you. I've got one for you. You know, I, I threw Todd Helton's name out there, and I feel like I feel like he's a he's a good candidate in this group, especially with all those other guys with steroids. He's he's a 17 year guy, five time All Star, career WAR of 61.2. He and he was like Mister Rocky. He was totally. with the Rockies his entire career. Um, and I mean he was he was the face of the franchise forever.
1: Same with Paul Konerko in Chicago, the, the, the South Side.
0: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, I think I think Canerico and and Helton both stand a pretty good chance of getting it. I don't know that they will. Yeah, but I I do think that all that the field being who it is, uh, that they stand a chance to benefit from that.
1: Last question before I drop one more piece of evidence on you. My question to you is: Have there ever been? Uh, if we ever had like a shutout a Hall of Fame years, like no nobody was inducted.
0: Uh, yeah, just recently in two thousand and thirteen um it was Bonds, Clemens and Sosa were like the the headliners. Yeah. And so obviously they weren't voted in. Um but that's only the second time that it's happened. It says this is according to espn.com, second time in 4 decades. Wow. Um let's see. Well and you know, Bonds only got 36.2% of the vote, Clemens 37.6. So and so it's only got twelve point five, and we've we've pretty well established he's never getting in because he was a yeah, cheater all around, totally. But, um, but as I sit here scrolling, because I'm trying to find the other year that that happened, um, this is an interesting take from Kurt Schilling. He says everyone was guilty. Either you used PEDs or you did nothing to stop their use. Ah, oh, wow, that's a very interesting take on, on the matter. Yeah, that is. But, oh, here we go. The other elections without a candidate earning selection, 1945, 1946, 1950, 1958, and 1960, and then 2013. Jeez. Wow. So it seems like the baseball writers can be like, no, just snub their nose up, and and everybody's wow. okay with it.
1: So I want to say one last thing about the Hall of Fame thing, and then we can wrap it up, but I saw a quote from the former Roy Halliday. Mm-hmm. And he said emphatically, no bonds, no Clemens. That was after he, or before he was inducted into the yeah. Hall of Fame, obviously. He said, steroids have no business in the Hall of Fame, no bonds, no Clemens. Now that guy's in the Hall of Fame now. Yeah. And that was his yep. stance. So I wonder what happens if we take a poll of living hall of famers. I don't know.
0: That's, and maybe that's the route you take. Leave it up to those guys.
1: Huh? Interesting.
0: Anyway, let's go ahead and wrap this. And All right. do you want to
1: tell the people about what we have coming up on black Friday? Oh my gosh. Black Friday is upon us. Wednesday, the 27th, starting at midnight Eastern standard time, everything in the shop, is going to be 20% off with a purchase of $50 or more. In addition to that, and that runs for through Friday night, so all the way till what would be Friday to Saturday at midnight. Now, we just are releasing new hoodies and sweatshirts with yeah. no hood. Yeah. I know. Brad's excited about that. Brad's wife is excited so about excited. that too. Yeah. Um, we've got stickers. We've got... All kinds of things. And and the, the most exciting thing I want to tell you is that everything in the shop is getting dropped for prices anyway. We're just going to drop everything just cause for fun. I don't know. It's just going to be awesome. <laughs> These hoodie prices, I'm going to pull them up right now just so I can blow your face off a little bit. These hoodie prices are insane. And that's before the 20% off discount. I'm going to look it up. I don't want to quote it wrong. It's true. Yeah, they really are. How do you feel about uh, small through extra large at 26.99 I like that that's a good deal for a hoodie yeah that's before the 20% off discount so if you spend uh, from Friday it's an automatic discount you don't have to put in a code you don't have to say anything fancy you don't need to you just go on the shop shop.9 dot you search for what you want, put it all in your cart. It's going to apply the discount immediately, 20% off everything over 50 bucks. It's 20% off your whole order. Yep. So that's what's happening. That's our Black Friday Baseball Together 9 Plus Us deal. Hit us at the shop. Do not be late. Go cruise around and fill up your cart now. That's okay to do too. And just leave it. Just fill up your cart. Leave it there. Make sure you come back between Wednesday and Friday and check it out
0: nice yeah and remember there's some new stuff on there so if you think that you've seen it all then go ahead and take a look and see see what's new you'll find yeah we're sure you'll find something that you like so uh you can also go by baseballtogether.com um i've had more time lately to uh work on some stuff so that's going to I'm going to be putting some stuff up on there. If you have any trouble listening to the podcast on your podcast apps, head to baseballtogether.com. There is a podcast. uh, There's like a a tool you can use to listen to on there in your browser or even on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube and listen there. Um, And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there's any topics you want to hear about during the off season. And baseball family, thanks for joining us. We will catch you next week.